0: what's up everybody
1: this your girl cc with wib magazine and i got my co-host on the line mickey monday how are you today
0: i'm doing well cc how about yourself
1: i'm doing good happy tuesday yeah but tell us who we got on the line with us today.
0: We have the talented, beautiful, amazing Sherea. Sherea, how are you today?
2: I'm so good. Happy That's to be good. here.
0: Awesome, awesome. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and where you're from.
2: Yeah, sure. I am uh my name is Sherea J. I am an entertainer and uh, um a choreographer and i was born in hawaii but raised in jersey city new jersey so i'm a jersey girl (laughs) but right now i'm currently in atl awesome wonderful wonderful yes
0: so we're prompted to move to atl
2: oh well yes definitely because i (laughs) i used to stay in new york and jersey and then um yes but when i first started working um like hardcore getting in the studio everything it was easier for me to kind of move around here and be in the mix so i moved myself and my like intermediate family here Mm -hmm. uh with me like my mom and my brothers and stuff so we just been posted up here since
0: okay wow that's what's up yeah excuse me so for people who are watching this interview for the first time and getting to understand you and know you a little better What would be a song that you can direct them to so they can get the full Sherea J experience?
2: Oh, oh. to be honest, um, a lot of people love. Like I would say, my I would say they should go look at my videos, just because okay. everybody loves my music. But I know for myself, like I'm a visual artist, so I love to create videos, uh, do creative types of videos. I'm into mm-hmm. fashion, so it's always going to be some fly outfits and choreography in it. So I think that if you just look at any one of my videos, I just dropped a new one called New New, mm-hmm. um, Say Less, uh, <laughs> Banji, any of
1: those out there, you'll definitely get a feel who Sheree J is. Uh, I was just about to ask, what is the motivation behind that new single, Nunu? Ooh, well, Nunu actually is a really special record for me because it's
2: uh, it's basically talking about the way I feel in this season, you know what I mean? Like brand new, feeling new energy, new creative ideas, you know what I'm saying? Opening up my circle to new people. And so I just feel like, you know, it's just like this fresh, fresh, creative energy that I was just feeling. And when I got in the studio, I was just, you know how us artists are, honey. When we start feeling something, we got to write about it. We got to put it in a record. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Of course. Of course. So tell us how, tell us how the, you know, the year has gone for you with, excuse me, with the pandemic being a thing. And, you know, a lot of places are at limited capacity. You can't really like do any tours or do any live performances. Tell me what you've been doing to kind of feel that that void
2: right i mean yes us artists have been affected tremendously you know what i'm saying during this time but the gift is too i think i've been taking this time to really do a lot of like self-reflection um it's been causing a lot of uh artists too to like tap into their other creative gifts you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. or think about their special ways um you know that ways to be resourceful and making money and also still being able to connect with their fans me for myself i've been like doing these really cool uh zoom after parties and so people feel like having parties on zoom and then booking me to be the, the talent so i have done full out performances via zoom I didn't invest it in green screens, lights, all the stuff I need so that I can make sure I give a dope show. And then I've also been tapping into a lot of um, concerts, like virtual concerts. And I did a a great one for Music Cares that was um, in Loop TV. And so um, I think it's just really forcing creators to like stretch their boundaries a little bit and open themselves up to other creative ways to make money
1: and to connect with their fans. Awesome. I have to go to one of them parties. I yes, know, you do. the next one that you do. <laughs> That's part. <laughs> I, are you thinking about doing any um the new thing they have in Atlanta, the drive-in concerts? Ooh, yes. Yes. First of all, I was like, I've always been like obsessed
2: with just driving movies, period. You know what I mean? Okay. So I would definitely either pull up to one of those concerts and I'm definitely gay to um get on stage and, and and rock out for one of those.
1: Okay. Okay. Well,
0: I look forward to seeing you at one. I definitely yes. will have it so far. Sure. So I'm because 'cause I'm sitting here thinking, like you said you are really into choreography and you know what, I'm not gonna lie, like I came across one of your TikTok videos and it was it was dope. I see no you know the order the, you know what I'm oh, saying? Like, I- all <laughs> of that you was doing.
2: That
0: was hot, that was hot, right? Thank you. So if you had the opportunity let's just say for example you know you were going on tour with somebody right so yeah. a big artist first yeah. you would have to just pick visualize who you would be with on tour like who you could see yourself on tour with and would you would you know also do the choreography for them as well so you got to think of an artist that has really good choreography already that you could see yourself on tour with who would you pick oh to be
2: honest like i have i've danced for a lot of different artists and um <laughs> But one of my favorite artists to this day, I have to say, like, Janet Jackson just is, like, one of my most legendary artists because, you know, I kind of grew up watching her and she always was based around routines. I probably know a couple of Janet routines, like, just in my just got those in my back pocket just in case you know what i'm saying right. i really looked up to her uh big shout out to tina landon and gail who like were some of her and showing that her to some of the dancers and choreographers i looked up to coming up in the mm-hmm. game so definitely janet okay that's
0: awesome. dope
1: that's dope yes yeah, she can dance what yeah. dance? what For real. <laughs>
0: You Know who I was thinking of? I was thinking of somebody like Tiana Taylor because y'all have a nice, just, just yeah. by your personality now and how you like coming out, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm extroverted, yeah.
2: hands yeah. down. Tiana's yeah. so dope, and I could totally see me being on tour with her and both of us eating the stage all the way
0: up, right? Right,
2: yeah, <laughs> I so, locked in with that. I agree, okay, yeah, all right,
0: cool, cool, perfect. So, tell me, tell me about or tell us about um you know, a, a personal accomplishment for you or something that, you know, you you've been able to achieve on this path of um, you know, pursuing your passion and, and craft and, and, you know, mastering your talent essentially.
2: Yes. I think that hmm, one of the one of the big things on my list I will say is um the four. Like I was on this show competition show called The Four and um okay. it was just such a major and monumental moment in my life because it really pushed me um in my artistry like it pushed me as a person and as an artist because we were like shooting this uh reality tv show seven days a week like we was performing i don't know if you guys are familiar with the show but the premise was that there was four original people who had their four their seats all in different genres and then every week there was a bunch of challenges that came were coming on to battle each of us individually and they could possibly take our seat from us and so um I was full out, like wrapped up in this. So every week we were doing like interview, picking rehearsal with the band, Um, the other stuff, like the personal interviews that we were doing with the show, they would follow us to rehearsals. And so we were doing so much and, um, and it just really forced you to like think outside the box, push yourself. And I was the only rapper who had an original chair on the four, And so the show was like a covers show. So it was a bunch of singers who were singing covers. But, you know, as an MC, we can't get up there and rap nobody else's lyrics. And so mm-hmm. I was the only person on the show writing new bars every week, like writing my own original lyrics every week wow. um, for my battles. So I'm really, I'm really proud of what I accomplished on the four, And I think I walked away like a better, more improved artist for sure wow Great. thank, thank you. you that's awesome
0: <laughs> thank you I, I knew that must have been a, a a good experience for you oh my goodness
2: mm-hmm. look and then wait but all the while <laughs> y'all also know that i would well i don't know if y'all know but throughout the whole show i was also battling breast cancer at the time and so mm. throughout the show i was going to chemo turning around having my battles going to chemo and you know people don't who don't have never had an experience with chemo is that um you know it really takes a wear and tear and a toll on your body Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it was days where I barely could get up but I was pushing myself and um you know and just and just really dependent counting on like my strength and having a positive mindset and then the people and the people that were supporting me um getting Mm. up there for them you know what I mean and then I ended up being um breaking a record as the longest seat holder on the show in history like I never lost my wow. seat <laughs> and that was big for hip-hop too because you know they not they don't be thinking rappers could like hold it down I had to battle singers hey. and all that so it was a wow. dope experience wow. well, well wow.
1: prayers to you and yes. I mean that's that's just awesome phenomenal mm-hmm. I mean you're a very strong lady you know Ooh. to be able to go through all that so for definitely wow. prayers God is great yes Cancer free yes. too. Awesome. Congrats. Yes. Congrats. That's what a blessing. amazing. A what a blessing.
0: Blessing. So in this time, what's a you know, what's a skill or hobby that you were able to pick up since you, you know, you've had so much like opportunity to be in the house or right. isolated
2: mm-hmm. bags. I actually have picked up um painting. Okay. Like it was something that I just I always been like into art anyway, because I used to get booked, um, like when Art Basel down in uh, Miami mm-hmm. started really popping, like they used, to, and they started booking artists, music artists to come and perform. And from the moment that I started doing those shows down there, I became more obsessed with art, like different types of art. And so um, I started looking a little bit more into it. And then one day I just bought a bunch of canvases, and said, let me, let me see what's shaking here. And mm-hmm. I just started to, you know, use it as a creative expression. Next thing you know, one of my homegirls is a writer and she um wrote this, like a poem, a table, a coffee table book. And she was mm-hmm. like, yo, so I know you've been painting. Like, what's good? Can you paint a couple of uh, paintings that like coincide with my poems? I was a hundred percent down and the thing ended up coming out so great. And I think there's definitely, a gift that I didn't know that I really, you know, could excel in, but I'm
1: glad that I had the downtime to find out. Yes. Mm. That's a good too. Mm. Yes. I love it. And especially here in Atlanta, we have a lot of sipping paints that yes. um, they do a lot here. So that, that would be really, really I love those too. Right. But I had a question for you. Who are three of your artists that motivated you to be in the music industry?
2: Ooh, um, you know, first hand, well, Biggie Biggie was my favorite lyricist, like coming up on Biggie. I came up in the 90s, and so I was like obsessed with Biggie and Bad Boy, that whole movement. And then I um, I really loved Aaliyah too, you know what I mean? When you're just talking about just the, the source, and I loved her effortless mm-hmm. ability to kind of like just be herself and still shine, you know? But... I think hands down my favorite is uh Laura Hill to this day. Um, just because I just I love what she brought to hip hop, what she represented for hip hop and for women in hip hop. And she a Jersey girl too, so I always <laughs> look up to her.
1: <laughs> okay. And behind the scenes of the music industry, what is one thing that's been a real big challenge for me for you?
2: Ooh, um I think, well. I, I will say that the the stereotypes of like image in the business period um has been something because a while ago. A short story, but I created this movement a while ago called the Banji movement and it's an acronym for mm-hmm. be authentic never jeopardize individuality and the mm-hmm. reason why I, I created that movement was because I remember having a, um, a meeting with some record executives one day and they were just like yo we love your records we think you have star quality like we love everything about you except before we give you a deal we would like for you to because back in the day i used to i've always been like real creative with my look and with fashion and all that so i used to rock the blue gumby i love like i said i love the 90s i came from the 90s so i love artists like tlc and they did like their baggy clothes and right. so okay. that's pretty much where i was then in my career and i remember him calling saying yeah so all we would need ready to do is get a blue weave because nobody's really, because no female MCs are really rocking their hair like that. And then if she could just sex it up a little bit, you know, show a little bit more skin. Honey, of course, I did. I declined that deal because my perspective was, you know, if you thought I had great records and you thought I had talent and star quality, then that's what should have been priority, not, oh, right. child, you need to show a little more skin or, you know what I mean? or Or even wear a weave because I just feel like, You know who you are um you should be able to rep to bring who you authentically are to the world and as long as you're Mm -hmm. talented then you should you know then it should be accepted that way so that was kind of what put the back battery on my back uh for the Banji movement to just you know always love the skin you in um i support uniqueness and individuality because everybody don't have to be followers (laughs) that's true
0: i I agree with you 100 Mm percent uh like couple of years ago, I don't know, you, you remember the Jerk Boys that came out and they did that song called Woo! You a Jerk? Yeah, yeah. so a couple of years ago, Universal had, like, came across me, and they liked me, but they wanted me to be more animated like them, and, like, you know what I'm saying, change my style up, and I'm like, that was, you know, that was a no-go for me, because... Of
2: course! You
0: know and that's that's taking away my whole identity, so I completely exactly. agree with you. Exactly. And
2: that's, that was my perspective, like, dang, you, you, if I... You know,
0: if
1: I can't
2: stand for something,
1: then I'll fall for anything out here, and that was the top of my career. So I didn't want to do that. You know, right? And look at you now. So I know they looking like like they like that's that's our loss, you know? Right? Come Mm -hmm. on.
0: (laughs) So I got a question for you because you say you're from Jersey, right? And you you know the club scene out there is crazy, so
2: right.
0: Have you considered maybe doing, like, a club song? Like, um, like I, I don't know if you heard this song by Sada Baby that's real popular that everybody's doing a dance to. Oh,
2: how was it? Um, how did how it how go? I might know it.
0: Um, what's it? Uh, they Want to See Me Do My Dance in them Thousand Dollar Pants. Something, something, something. Oh, something. wait, that wait, song. yeah. You know so I'm it's about? more like, how? Right. Well, yeah, like, you know, because that's a Detroit thing. So, you know, Detroit has, like, they have their own... Like, because that's where techno started, you know what I'm saying? Techno and like house started up in Detroit, Chicago, Chicago and
2: then, yeah,
0: exactly. So, so I'm look, saying
2: that's so funny you say it because I came up in Jersey in the Jersey Club scene. Mm-hmm. Like, I always loved Jersey Club music, I always thought mm-hmm. that it was just like ahead of its time, but it's always been like underground, you know what I'm saying, for a long time. So, mm-hmm. when I first put out my first record, um, Banshee, that was a Jersey Club beat. Shout out to DJ J Hood, Big okay. Jersey Club BJ, and um, and that and I'm a dancer too, so you know that style of music with dancers, like we was just obsessed with it. And so um, mm-hmm. I definitely have love for that style of music. That was my first sound that I came out to the world, okay. and I still got a special love for Jersey Club.
0: Yeah, cause
2: house music, period.
0: Oh, most definitely. Yeah. It's so yeah. underrated. I mean, yeah. I'm from. I'm from DC, but like you know, Baltimore's not too far. So you know, Baltimore club right. and New Jersey club—they got similar styles. So I, already I was. know. Baltimore, mm-hmm.
2: that's the right. Swing that! That was the first time I swing that
0: edge
2: from yeah. Baltimore back in the day. Yeah. Yes.
1: So what's so, next for you for oh. 2021?
2: right i am so excited about the upcoming year um i had i went through like a really great time of like he, after the show like i took some time off i had to heal up a little bit because i just put everything i had in that show and i just needed like a little time to like rejuvenate and so um i personally was like okay boom let me see when i'm get gradually got back in the studio so i've been back in the studio making some really great music um like i said i just dropped a new single called new new and a video um so that's out right now as we speak then i also um am working on i just signed up to do another show for television um i can't say the name of it yet but it is it is on its way out and i just got back from la shooting for that show and um and then another special project I just got casted for was they're doing like a musical rendition of um Sister Act Two. Okay. Do you remember that movie? And so yeah, um, um, and so I'm very excited about that. Um uh, working on that. And like I said, Lauren Hill is one of my favorite, favorite. uh MCs, mm-hmm. so you already know when they told me Sister Act Two, okay. I was like, sign me up. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny you said that because I was watching just came across it like it's not something that i usually watch but i turned the tv on and wendy williams was talking to oprah i mean uh whoopi goldberg excuse me Uh and she mentioned that that they were working on sister act too so Mm -hmm. congratulations thank
1: you thank you that's gonna
0: be awesome i
1: can't
2: wait like i'm so souped about it i'm not going to hold
0: you i I can't wait too you know if if i could find a way to to get up there and watch you on that. (laughs) so so you you know you've told us a lot about what you do you know what what you're really good at you know but can you tell us why so what drives your passion and Mm. keeps you moving keeps you motivated moving forward
2: Mm -hmm. wow you know I get I I actually came up you know music has been in my life since I was a little girl my father was Mm. in a 90s hip-hop group uh, called double x posse and they had this record i'm not gonna be able to do it can you do it like back in the day it was like real like old school hip-hop but so since i was a little mm-hmm. girl i always was like rap and immersed in just the hip-hop culture um but my mom was a music kid my house was cyphers studio time tour and all that so i always be like damn i feel like music chose me because i didn't even since i came out the womb that was just like What my path was. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I realized that this business, being in this business, is no, you cannot be no punk in this business, honey. Like, you gotta have that tough skin. (laughs) You gotta have that tough skin. And um, no shit, but especially for female, female MCs in this business, too. You know what I mean? We always gotta fight for our spot, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. in this game. And so um, I think that just the idea of wanting to um, never give up and willing to fight tooth and nail for my dreams. You know what I mean? Mm. And I think that that right there, believing in myself keeps me going. So even when I get, you know, you get all, sometimes doors are closed, doors are closed. What i realized that in this business, you can get a million no's, but all you need is one yes. Mm -hmm. One yes, the right Mm -hmm. yes, and that'll take you to your next level. So I try to stay, you know what I'm saying, in that mindset, stay positive about it, and just push through.
0: Okay.
1: Wow. I'm loving your vibe. I am loving <laughs> yeah. your vibe, Jersey girl. <laughs> Thanks, <Queen. laughs>
0: Thanks, Queen. Yes. So, so you say your dad was an ex exo posse, which was you know back in the day, right? Wow. So since since he was in the music industry, and he was able to you know kind of learn the ins and outs. Excuse me, <clears throat> kind of learn the kind of learn the ins and outs. Wow. Um, what's the best advice you learned from your father regarding the music industry?
2: you know what i think the best advice that i took from my father or the best influence i would say because Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say it was like a piece of physical like uh Mm -hmm. him saying something to me but from a young age um i learned his work ethic you know what i mean and because he used to always write in the bathroom because it had the best acoustics. so when he played his instrumentals what I know that I would see him go in the bathroom, 9pm. He used to call his office though. So I would see him go <laughs> in his office at 9 o'clock at night and when I got up for school the next morning which was 8 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. he would just be coming out of there when I would be going in there to brush my teeth and I would just be like, he was in there all night? But I think that unconsciously, it kind of gave me an example of the type of hard work and the hours, the man hours that you got to put in and dedicate to making it in this business. So I would say mm. that. That's wow.
1: awesome. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Who are some um, artists you would like to collab with?
2: Ooh. Um, Kendrick. I love Kendrick Lamar. Um, I do love him. And then I'm actually, I'm playing an artist that's like, I'm open as long as it's hot, you know what I'm saying? And kind of like, it's like along my brand, because I'm a female MC that likes to collaborate with female MCs, you know what I'm saying? So I like, I've done records, like I'm always open to doing records. where well, I would do a record with any female MC that's out right now, you know what I mean? As long as it's like still on brand um, for for what the kind of music I make, you know what I mean? But right. um, I'm definitely, I always promote female camaraderie. So any of the ladies out, Nikki, Meg, Cardi, anybody that's out. And as long as it's a hot record, like, I would be totally down to collaborate with them, too. Okay. Awesome. But Kendrick, Kendrick, though, Kendrick, that's my, that's my one.
0: <laughs> so since yes. you said that. <clears throat> you said? I was saying, since you mentioned that. Okay, I, don't, no. I don't know if you've been paying attention to a lot of social media in the past week, but there's been a debate going on about who's the better lyricist ooh, who? Uh, between Kendrick Lamar and Lupe Fiasco. Uh, ooh. And I want to know what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> who do you think is the better shout lyricist between to, the two? Look, shout out
2: to Lupe, because I love Lupe. like. Uh, but I, I i have to say kendrick because i just said you know he's one of the people that i want to do a collaboration with mm-hmm. hands down so i totally i i just i love kendrick's um i love his career i love that he can do both conscious uh, music and switch it up and do stuff for the clubs you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so um and then i saw i literally swatched kendrick like his Career elevate from when he was just putting out his his videos on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? We was right. just catching wind of it like that. So mm-hmm. I'm on the Kendrick Lamar side of the fence, but shout out big love to Lupe. I love him too. Okay, yeah, <laughs> no wrong with that. I mean, they
0: are both super talented artists. Right. So super talented. It's really you know it's really hard to pick, but
2: yeah, and you know his preference, you know, it to take yeah, away yeah, from Who's better? The artistry,
0: not. right?
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah no. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. so do you have any um you have any like any major projects coming down the pipeline anything that we should be geared up for um i know you i know you say you um also invested in some green screens and lights so maybe you're gonna do some more future virtual i do
2: i actually do have a um a project coming up uh in a couple couple days um another virtual concert and i am prepping for that uh thinking about just what kind of cool ideas i could do because i always like to kind of turn it up a notch when i do especially um virtual concerts because you know, everybody's for the most part at their crib. And I was like, for my, the people who watch me perform to leave like entertain, like to leave being like, oh, that was something. So I'm always thinking of out the box weeds to like make my, my performance special. So mm-hmm. I am in the midst of really trying to, um I know that I am gonna perform Nunu, my new record, Um, but I'm just in the process of like contemplating what's the coolest creative way that I could, you know, present this to the fans.
1: Uh, okay. Okay. So, out of all the places you've been to, what has been your favorite place? Ooh, um. Oh, okay. I would have to say
2: Paris. Uh. Um. Paris and 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 Rome are like. A tie <laughs> but then i used to i actually used to live in israel for a while i lived in paris too mm-hmm. and so paris is a, a very special like city to me um uh, so you know what no i'm just going to leave paris i'm gonna give paris its flowers and say paris <laughs>
1: okay okay and what did you love about
2: paris you know what It's just it's just something special about the city like especially at night like when you can go and you could just the look at the Eiffel Tower, breathtaking. Uh, food is amazing. I love wine, so you already know I was OD and trying all types of everything. Um, and I actually lived there for a while, so I got a little bit more into the culture. So, you know, I was like um, trying out different things, taking the train, like different places, like exploring the city. And I just I just became, I just realized that it's somewhere that if I, if I had to like, if I left, um the United States today,
1: I could totally go there and create a life for
0: sure. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I definitely need to go out there. So you telling you saying your you know your experiences and how you felt out there, I'm definitely putting that on the on the top on the list now. It's it's bumped up.
2: It's bumped up, right. Exactly.
0: (laughs) So so before we get into our trivia really quick, um do you want to give any Any, um, any like advice, but any uh, words of inspiration for aspiring artists who look up to you who are watching this interview or just anybody in general that wants to, you know, take a shot at uh, pursuing their their dreams?
2: Yes, I will say, and I always say this, uh, believe in yourself. Like a lot of times um, your vision for your life is only revealed to you at some points you know what i mean and mm-hmm. other people won't see it until it actually manifests into fruition so you have to believe in yourself never give up never give up because i first hand have um realized that impossible is truly impossible So I don't really I don't believe in things that, uh, you know, that you can't accomplish something because, um, you know, you just never know the path that the creator has for you. So continue to believe in yourself and Mm -hmm. and appreciate your uniqueness and your individuality, you know, be yourself, because everybody else is already taken. There you
1: have it. (laughs) Awesome. I was doing the same thing like, yes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) well we have two trivia questions for you okay um mine is if you had to lose one of these which one would it be sight hearing or your legs walking and why
2: i'm going to say oh my gosh that is such a crazy one but you know what i would say oh my god i love to dance so i'm like dang i love my legs but that music i couldn't i'm gonna say oh my gosh that's a hard one you all <laughs> like you slick got me stumped because i'm like all things okay i'm gonna say legs <laughs> okay just and because i'm
1: like well maybe i can difference. get prosthetics <laughs> got gotcha. gotcha.
0: Okay. Okay. Actually, a smart thing to say. I, everybody else that's been that we interviewed today has just said legs, but didn't even think that, that they could get that option.
2: Yeah. I'm like, well, maybe I can get prosthetics <laughs> and then teach myself how to get busy on those. You know right. what I Right.
0: That's resourceful right there. Um, so, my trivia question is which Disney character? does your life most resemble? Or which Disney character's story does your life most resemble? Ooh,
2: I would say Moana? Is she Disney?
0: That's Disney?
2: Yeah, that's Disney, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I would say Moana. Okay. (laughs) Mainly because, um, first of all, I literally almost cry every time I watch that (laughs) that animation. (laughs) Because it's just so... It's so beautifully done, but you know, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm uh, my family, I'm from Hawaii. So when I first saw it, it, I really connected with the meaning of you know, just water and and um, and just the natives like and and no shade like my actual cousin was the voice of the voice of Moana. Oh, wow, wow, yeah. So I'm yeah. like, that movie just always is something special for me. So and my grandmother, I think in, in the movie, she was really close like with her grandmother and me and my mm-hmm. grandma was like that too. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So that was like an easy one for you. That was. <laughs> that part. But before we get out, can you tell everybody where they can follow you? Oh, of course. Yes, on IG, it is Banjiraya. That's B-A-N-J-I-R-A-Y-A.
2: On Twitter, I'm Sharaya underscore J. And then everything else, Sheree J
1: and com. Awesome. But well, I want to say congrats on your journey. This has been Thank a great you. interview. and yes. you know, You've been inspiring too. Definitely. Thank Love you. your words and energy.
0: Definitely. Thank you,
1: Queen. I appreciate y'all so much for having me.
0: You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you for being a part of this experience. And I will definitely check out some more of your stuff because I don't know if Cece said this already, but you've earned a, you've earned a fan here too. So <laughs> I'm like, I earned a fan. Yeah, yeah. hey,
2: we got plan that Paris trip. Don't forget. Oh, for that. sure, most <laughs> definitely.
0: I'm actually trying to get my passport now, so <laughs> I got to renew it.
2: Perfect. <laughs> all right, y'all be good.
1: Take care.
0: Thank you. You too. You too. too. Happy to you say, be safe. Same to you. All right.
1: Peace.
0: Love me, boy, what you, I just know. I love me, boy, what you, I just know. I love me, boy, you, I just know. Oofus, boy, me love I let love. Got up in my, got up in my day.
2: Don't care what you said. I mean.